It's your boy, Mr. Hear Me Out himself, Marco the Prince. Yes, I love you, Marco. Thank you so much for coming on the show, podcast hosting with me today. Not a problem. Thank you for the invite. Yes, of course. You gotta look out for your people, especially my black podcasters, okay? Okay. (laughs) So before we get started, Marco the Prince, let them know about Hear Me Out and what it is and what you talk about on your show. Okay, so Hear Me Out is a weekly Audible podcast hosted by yours truly, y'all. It's a various topic podcast, so we we can talk about anything from mental health to love to adulting to just cussing people out um, all episode. So you get, you don't know what you get, but you you know you're gonna get something. (laughs) And that's what it is, you know, just me just, being vulnerable and just sharing my knowledge with the world, so. Yes, so just for those who don't know, I actually um, just talked about how I met Marco on a different episode, so y'all tune into that episode. But I talked about how I met him on Instagram. Just um, somebody put me in a black podcaster's like thread group or something, and then that's how I ended up following Marco hear me out page and kind of just following his journey with his podcast and now it's like i be feeling weird if i don't see his post on instagram like what the hell is going on over there i know i know i was just beating myself up about it i've just been like hectic in the brain and i'm actually mad at myself because i take this very seriously Mm -hmm. and like commitment is basically the only rule that we have like you just got to stay committed and sometimes just life got to me, but I'm getting back there, you know? Like, hard. Um, I think people understand that like content creation in a whole, whether you're an influencer or a blogger or a podcaster, that's that can be draining when you're doing it consistently. And sometimes we just be needing a break. Like, man, fuck Instagram, fuck that podcast, fuck all these fans, fuck everybody. Like, I'm out here, I'm gonna do what I do, y'all gonna leave me the hell alone. Like, sometimes that's just how it go. Definitely. But today, we're going to talk about a little bit of earth thing, because, you know, Marco be talking. And um, we're just going to go ahead and start with what the latest news is currently, and that's Agent Orange has COVID-19. You mean candy corn? <laughs> I ain't heard that one. I like candy corn. <laughs> I actually heard that one today. So I was like, oh, that was a good one. That's I didn't funny. even think it's about that one. <laughs> Cause he definitely looks like candy corn. Like that's funny. Is he even? And he's already worn this shirt. <laughs> I love it. So let's just dive right into the question of the hour. It seems like a, I know on my timeline. Do you think fam is faking it? Sis, let me tell you. <laughs> I okay. Let me do it. 
Woo child. Woo child. Let me hey. tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. I think this is a gimmick. Um, I've never believed anything that the government has told me um, because the system is not made for me. So why would I believe anything that they tell me? And then secondly, um, conspiracy thinker over here. I'd be all up in my apartment. I'm like, mm, you just got it. But there was all, all these 200,000 million people dead before you. But look, so, ooh, I came with facts because you know um, I guessed yes, it. Yes, what a no Let me see. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so he, the presidential debate was on the 29th, which was okay. last, mm-hmm. on the Tuesday, right? So he magically got COVID right after that, after the taxes and it was put on the internet and everything, right? So mm-hmm. now he knows he has to quarantine for 14 days, right? Mm-hmm. 14 days is the next presidential debate. So what they're, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like they're doing this so then Biden's name and Kamala Harris' name are not on the news networks as much because they're mm-hmm. gonna be following Trump around and the coronavirus. Because okay. that that's what started this whole year. I mean, that's what's popping. That makes sense. Okay, let me give you my conspiracy theory since all my listeners know. <laughs> Cubana don't believe shit. Dude, I'm from the show me state, and I ain't even from Missouri, but you got to show me. Okay. And you know you can't Okay. I think that he's faking it for a different reason. Um, One, he lies so goddamn much. You, he, I just can't never believe nothing that come out of his mind. Like, fam can tell me the sky blue, I'm going to go check myself. Like, mm-hmm, I'm good on you. But I also think that he's pushing... The vaccine that is coming out, this this experimental drug, and so re- I know today on the news and recently on the news they've been talking about how like he's been given this experimental cocktail, experimental cocktail, and he was only in a hospital for a couple days and then he got sent home. I think that he's going to bank on having this vaccine out right before the election to use that to boost him in polls. Because right now he's up, according to the polls, he's behind. Biden is up like fifty one percent and he's at like forty seven or something like that. And um, so that's my thought process. Now, obviously, I am a conspiracy theorist. This man probably does have that shit. I know they were saying they had to supplement his oxygen a couple times. Um, but I am disappointed in our in the leader of the free world because in the same breath of him saying he learned so much about COVID, he still is exposing people to what he has, taking his mask off at the Rose Garden. But like, you know, just on the balcony, snatching his mask off. He's just doing some weird shit. Like, how did you learn anything, sir? Like, please make it make sense to me. None of it. None of this makes sense. So I've seen this on Twitter um, from Trayvon Free. Trayvon Free is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tweeted, the moral of the story is he lied to you for months and encouraged you to live recklessly during a pandemic. And when it got to him, he received every top tier treatment and medicine to ensure his survival while your friends and family died alone. Remember that on November 3rd. Like, I couldn't have said it better. Like, (laughs) they died alone. Let's Mm -hmm. start here. Let's take it, let's take it a step further. You're trying to cancel Obamacare or um, all Medicaid, whatever the fuck it's called. You're trying to cancel Mm -hmm. Obamacare. And so you have families who are of lower income or who have pre-con- um, 
pre-existing condition. So before Obamacare could not get um, insure, medical care and insurance. Right. And then your ass get top-notch medical care. Like, fam, you're at Walter Reed. Like, this is one of the best in the world. Like, what do you mean? Okay. And <laughs> it's people out here, like, I have family members who couldn't breathe and they had to go to the hospital and we were sitting there scared. Like, is it COVID or is it just because of other issues that was going on? And they have to be by themselves. Meanwhile, you doing publicity stunts, making a, um, having your uh, secret service drive you through the motorcade. It just was too much for me, child. I just can't with Agent Candy Corn. Okay, because I, I, I just can't get with him. <laughs> I definitely got on the internet and I was like, is this nigga at a Trump rally? I was throw the whole throw the whole presidential uh, debate away because at it's this cool. point <laughs> throw the whole government away. And then somebody, I can't remember which reporter it was, I'm gonna find out. One of the reporters straight up asked the White House representative, you all claim that you got tested before the um before the debate, right? because I can't remember whichever that white girl name is was super close to him. She had already knew she had it. So at that time, you knew you were that close to her. Why didn't you quarantine at that time? But instead you had these rallies and then you had the Rosebush Garden thingy and we had all this stuff going on. Then you came to the debate and then it's just like, and then on top of this, they're not doing any contact tracing. They're like, oh, okay, well you knew you was around them. So it's up to you. I am like mind blown. Like, um, um, my job I, is to be come to work if somebody tests positive or they cleaning the whole building top to bottom before we can come back to work. And this man is jumping in planes, cars, and automobiles. I ain't got time. Okay. <laughs> Not trades, planes, and automobiles. I <laughs> <laughs> don't got time for trouble. I, I don't know. I just. Sometimes I think it's fake, and then sometimes I think it's real. I don't know. I just, yeah. I've heard too many goddamn stories, like, for the last seven months that we've been in this whole shit, that I'm just like, just call me when it's over, basically. Just call me like, when it's over. Not to mention the CDC has the nerve to release that the shit might not even be airborne. You talking about the whole bottom part of my face breaking out from this goddamn mask, and you saying that it ain't airborne? <laughs> I want to fight somebody. Somebody needs to okay. Somebody I'm, su- I'm suing because that's false yeah. advertisement. Okay. Like, I'm definitely suing. <laughs> Over it's like finished, finito, done. I They didn't know what the hell was going on. They were just giving us all kinds of shit. It's airborne. Sight, no, it's not. You can still see. Sight, no, you need to stay six feet apart. Actually, you can spread further than six feet. Like, first of all, boy, fuck you. Okay, because I ain't even got time. Because American is definitely booking whole planes out here on purpose and i'm like so like are y'all Everybody just not purpose? and united but it, it makes me think like so are y'all purposely doing this or do y'all know something that we don't know I because if everybody go ahead oh i was just gonna say if every like if southwest and united are following by the rules and you're not who who's in control of these things so i think that the airline industry is suffering tremendously because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somewhere they're losing like $47 million a day. Um, oh, damn. Not being able to fly or scared to fly or scared to travel in general. 
Um, so I think that both Southwest and United are trying to make their customers as comfortable as possible. The reality is, can they afford to do so? Because like right now they're doing all these sales, you get your $49 flight one way. They just trying to get you to book something. Cause as mm -hmm. long as you book something, if you don't have insurance, you just get a credit. So they don't lose out on the money. So I right. think that's really what it is. But I agree with you. Like what the hell y'all know that we don't? Yeah, I I just booked a vacation for next year. Okay, I'm going on one next week. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I'm going to see Usher. Yes. For his, I'm not missing Usher. Fuck a pandemic. I'm going. Fuck a pandemic. Okay, so what else did you like not stop because the pandemic was going? Um, I'm a okay, so. I'm a social person. So mm -hmm. like I still did group gatherings, but it like honestly during my whole quarantine from March to like April or not April ish, um August, mm -hmm. like I've been with the same like two, three people. Mm -hmm. Like I mean I did like a weekend trip to see my best friend, but we didn't go out to the club and like do shit like right. that. Like, don't get me wrong, I just came back from Atlanta and I did go out. But that's besides the point. I had my mask on and I was safe. Um, I just like I and that's one thing I stopped. Like I enjoy. I'm the type of person that can go to the club just for the music and just for the vibe. Mm -hmm. I don't really need people there. Like I would show up to the club by myself. Right. I have right, a few right. drinks, and like I just missed that. And I was like, I just gotta go, y'all. Like I'm yeah. just really missing it. So for me, I. In the beginning, right? So like when they shut the shit down in March, you couldn't catch me nowhere but the grocery store. And even then I had my groceries delivered. I was like, huh, I'm good. What's going what on? What the fuck is this? Yeah, somebody touch it and then I touch it and then I hide up. If I don't wash my hands right after that, I can catch it. I was so cool. I was like, no, I'm good. I I was literally in my house, like mm -mm. my mom at the time was staying with me. She had to go to work. I had to lights all her ass down before she come in the house. Mm -mm. Take the clothes off right there, lady. Cause I ain't got time, but by some, so this happened in March, right? They shut us down. Um, by April, we in, here in Chicago or state of Illinois in general, found out we were being extended. My birthday was April, so the worst birthday ever. Um, even though my friends tried their hardest to make it, you for me like had mm. stuff delivered to me and like happy, you know, they, they did great, but I, as, as, as like you, I am a true extrovert, honey. I want to be out. I want to be with my people. I want to eat good mm -hmm. food. I want to smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, stay in. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. I want to do a hey. little bit of her thing. And okay. I felt like I was deprived of that. But whatever, for, for the betterment of the world, right? You said we, if we stay in, we can slow the spread. That's what I wanted to do. I want to slow the spread, whatever. I didn't see my grandparents. I didn't see like my boyfriend. It was just like so much going on. By June. <laughs> she was like, the girl needs to come out. Like I was like, listen here. I closed on my house in May. So I already was kind of boggled up with that. So let me move, get myself situated. Okay, cool. I don't have to worry about being out because I'm in a new house and I, I got stuff I want to do. I want to clean. I want to buy furniture that I still can't purchase because a lot of stores are still closed, but neither here nor there. And so here it is, June, and I'm like, listen, how much longer I got to go without seeing my friends? 
how much longer do I have to go with accomplishing things? Because I was accomplishing shit during during quarantine, during this quarantine that no one knew about. And I was like, I can't even celebrate with the people who I would celebrate with who would be like, oh girl, I'm so proud of you, good shit, you know, keep pushing. I couldn't get that. And I, I felt like I needed that. Here it is, September. So that's March, April, May, June, <laughs> July, August, September. Six motherfucking months, bruh. I'm like, I, I feel you, girl. I feel you. But so, so, what did you learn? Do what am I, Marco? What What are you saying? <laughs> what did you learn doing quarantine? What I did learn mm-hmm. was <laughs> what I did learn was that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Because mm-hmm. I I did feel like. I miss that man so much. I, he can't. I mean, what you, you hungry? You want some greens, some caffeine? What you want? Because I'm fist to cook, okay? Um, I did learn that, but I also learned that I don't need people to celebrate me for what I did. I can celebrate myself for what I did. And that was like the biggest thing for me because though I don't look for the congratulatory you know, um, statements from people. They always feel good. Like, we always want that recognition. But what I realized is like, but you getting this shit done without people even knowing what you're doing. So that means you doing, you still was gonna do it regardless. So, definitely learned that. What about you, though? That's dope. I learned um, independency mm. and just stepping out and just trying new shit. Like, this whole podcast, like, I'm not consider a, um, a pandemic potter because I started before. <laughs> um, so like, I just feel really accomplished on that and like found something that I like, I love and that um, that I want to see grow and everything. Yeah. And it helped me like learn different aspects of my life and, and how to apply it. Like meeting people and like having educated or fucked up conversations, yes. it's still okay. Because this is what conversations is about. We might have two different opinions. We might not. Who cares? Who cares? Let's just get it out. Exactly. So I just learned that. Exactly. I know, like, for us on the podcast side, though, like, I was so hell bent on, I'm going to do interviews, and we're going to have a drink, and I'm going to do this, and people are going to come, and I'm going to have my camera set up. And it was like, no, bitch, you're going to be on Zoom. You don't have to tell people that. <laughs> Like, it just changed so much. Like, quick, quick, quick. Like, the pivot was real. You needed to think outside the box quick if you was going to move forward over here. Quarantine, chat. Okay. My birthday's in the summer, and I always do, like, something big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Marco, looks like doing a Zoom party. Doing a Zoom party. And it turned out pretty nice. Like, no shade. It was good. <laughs> no it lasted shade. for, like... <laughs> It lasted like for six hours. Oh my God. That's what's mm-hmm. up. I didn't do none of that shit. I made it very clear to my friends, don't you do no fucking drive-by, birthday party mm-hmm. shit. I, at that point, I was living in the hood. So I really didn't want that shit. Don't be driving by here blowing your horn because people go, I don't got time. I'm good. Uh-uh. I'm not trying to do all that. I didn't do anything. I um, I got some special cupcake from my homegirl. I got gift cards, so I did a lot of online shopping on my birthday, and I just chilled. My mom made my favorite dinner. I was cool, I was chilling. I was like, whatever, give me a drink. And I, you know, I brought in, and it wasn't like it was a big birthday, I was turned 31. I was like, okay. 
I'm I? I'm I'm <laughs> right. So definitely that. Speaking about being I, right? As we know, Tory Lanez came out with the new album, and in that album, he pretty much outlined everything that was going on between him and Megan, him and Megan, and his and her best friend. I mean, he just kind of went in. Um, a portion of that album, he talked about how he did not shoot me. And if I did shoot you, how come I'm, I'm not locked up? And if I no. did shoot you, how come they ain't take no bullet out you? How come, if I shot you in the foot, how come I ain't hit no bone? That's some stupid shit he said. Which has prompted um, this movement of protect black women. Because people are like, mm-hmm. well, how much more proof do you need from Megan that that nigga shot her? Whether you was intentionally trying to shoot her or not, just shot her. She got shot. So, you know, the the movement started because people started um, pretty much trying to say that Megan was lying. We knew she was lying. How was she lying? I don't understand. I'm kind of confused. But the Protect Black Women movement, as a man, how does that movement make you feel in this whole storyline situation? Hear me out for a second. Mm -hmm. So I, I come from a family of all women. Okay. I don't. I have one brother on my father's side, um, <laughs> but like no. And my mom. I'm just telling all my business. But like no uncles, no aunties, no nothing. So when I say like I'm the only man, it's me. So like when I heard that, I was like, first immediately I went to my hood side. I was like, you ain't got no homegirls that could have fought her or like, you know what like trying to just make light of the situation. Mm-hmm. Not saying violent is key, but like, just to bring light to you the situation. you better not a bitch out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but to shoot a bitch? That work. You, got, you gotta be crazy. Um, I don't fuck with Tory Lanez. I'm not gonna say I was a big fan of his or mm-hmm. anything amongst those, but you know, some of his songs on his albums was cool and I used to bop to him, but he's canceled, like for me. Okay. Um, I just think it's one. I just think it's very disrespectful that um, one you shot you shot a woman. Let's right. just get that out of the way. But then two, you waited. It was July, August, September. You waited two months to produce all this music to talk bad about black women, and you're a black man. Um, I'm sure your mom and your grandma are black too, so we don't have to talk about that. But then talked about releasing it because it was his mother's death day or whatever the case may be rest in peace mom but like that does not clarify anything like yeah it could have been her release day but you're also talking about black women in your whole fucking album so like i like it just doesn't make sense like yeah okay so so you haven't listened to the album because you canceled him I listened to that one song. Okay. When he was just talking about Cash Doll and Asian right. Doll and all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, okay. So, the, the album, he actually made that statement that you just stated. Like, what do you mean I'm not protecting black women? My mama black, my sister's black, my baby mama black, my kids is black. Like, he, he did state that, right? However, now hear me out, okay? I am not canceling this nigga. This why. Mm-hmm. I ain't cancel Chris Brown. I ain't cancel Al Green. I ain't canceling Tory Lane. Al Green beat the shit out of his wife. Chris Brown beat the shit out of 
Rihanna or whatever happened in that car because we heard his sister's <laughs> story and um, you know, it sounds accurate. We didn't hear her mm-hmm. stuff, but that's neither here nor there. I did not cancel them um, because as a woman who has been in a relationship where there was some type of physical or emotional abuse, I do mm-hmm. know who I am as a woman and I do know certain buttons I would press on purpose to get a nigga riled up, just to get him to that point. Like just to, <laughs> you, <laughs> sweat up. I used to be that girl. Like nigga, I'll tear this house up and talk about your dead grandma. Fuck with me, I used to be that girl. And so <laughs> like for me, looking on the outside, looking in at Megan, who was fairly younger than I am, cause I'll be 32, I think Megan was 25, I think it's some shit right there in that. 20, yeah, like 26. When I was that age, I was doing dumb shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I was doing dumb shit like shooting niggas in the foot, but I was definitely doing dumb ass shit. But my dumb shit wasn't publicized for everyone to see. I didn't have to be judged by that one situation, right? And so for me, it was just kind of like, nah, I, 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 I won't cancel him for that. Now, however, Though I really did enjoy this whole album, when I enjoyed the whole album, I am a Tori Lean fan in the sense of like, I love his chicks tapes. Like, I think he's a dope artist. Um, I don't like that during the album, he consistently said a lot like, oh, I can't talk about an open case. Then why create this fucking album? Like he low key pissed me off. Cause I was thinking like, oh shit, I got some tea. Hey, that shit. I got the same shit Megan told us. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. I just got the water in the pot. Like, That's it. It ain't even boiling. Like, the fuck? Oh, okay. Do this? <laughs> so, I was just kind of like, man, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But as far as, like, Megan is concerned, recently she was on, she opened for SNL. Mm-hmm. And she made a very powerful statement with not really having to say much. And it was just like, protect us. Like, if we are telling you something happened because in your head he could not have done this, you don't believe me, that's fucked up. Like, on so many levels. Like, the same thing with R. Kelly. Like, oh, and I do want to say I did cancel R. Kelly, but that's the whole thing. I, oh, <laughs> I, I canceled R. Kelly because I don't, I have a thing about minors and grown women. I think kids are off limits. And like, for me, that's a sensitive spot. So like, I like, I don't even listen to Michael Jackson. Like, I don't listen to Mike. I don't listen to R. Kelly. I, the minor situation, I don't like that. I'd be like, mm, cause if that was my son, I'd kill you. So, Understandable. I can't get with that. But like, grown ass women, I just kind of like, no, they don't deserve it. But, they gone. Like, that's what's going mm-hmm. on here. But, so yeah, with that being said, she doesn't made a powerful ass statement. And I kind of fucked with Megan the wrong way. I did too. Um, I want to touch on what you said um, about the domestic violence and being in that situation. I too was a part of one. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't think about it and how you thought about it. And I respect that. And it made me look at the situation completely different now. So like, first of all, thank you um, for just (laughs) dropping gems over here. I'm like, see, this conversations, you know? Conversations, that's how you be named. But um, that's a great valid point, because I I was the person that (laughs) knocked down, (laughs) kicked down your door and smacked your chick. Okay. 
Just so, to let you know my nigga ain't having it. That was my shit, Loki, but okay. I got you here. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I do, um, I definitely like the statement that she said on SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we do need to protect black women more. If, if they say that this happened, we should just believe it. If a white woman was to say it, just like with um, Bill Cosby, oh, oh, let's take him to jail, let's lock him up, let's take everything off of Netflix and everything. You can't buy his DVDs any, oh, y'all believe that white bitch. Okay. So Even like, let's just- Even though ass came out saying she was clean lying. She came out and said I was lying, like I was lying. Bitch, we know, we know you was lying, you old gorilla looking lady, we know. I'm just saying, y'all, as a community, as America, as whatever fuckship we live in while going through this pandemic, we just all got to, like, keep the same energy, no matter if it's black or white. No matter if it's black or white, real talk. I think that um another thing, too, that I'm not sure what's going on in, like, the social media world, maybe because we're a little older than, mm-hmm. like, the generation that's under us. Um, They just take everything and get, like, I won't even say face value. They just kind of look at shit and be like, cancel, cancel culture, cancel. And for me, mm-hmm. I'm too much of a of a thinker. Like, you can't tell me. Because even when Megan was like, I got shot, I got shot. And I started looking deeper into it. I'm like, she never once said Tori shot her. Let's be very clear. She did not say Tori shot her until his people got on Twitter talking crazy. Then she was like, oh, but nigga, you shot me. Like, okay, so you gonna get on here and act your fool and I was trying to protect your image, never saying anything, and then you gonna come in here and attack me, so now I'm gonna let it be known what it is. And I feel like as a black woman, um, as a woman of color, um, I feel like there's a lot of times where we will put the black man first, trying to protect him, all while taking all of the daggers. You know? And it's hard and difficult. I have... I've seen it. I got three sisters. I'm literally watching it now. Like, I don't know if you listened to the episode of like me cutting people off, but I'm, I can't sit here and support a fake relationship that I don't want to support. I'm not about to do it. That part. I can't, I don't support shit. My friends say in a minute, they like, um, <laughs> Kimana <laughs> said she don't fuck with him. She don't fuck with him. Like, that's just what it is. But uh, I don't like it. I don't like that. Baby, I cut it off. And I have one friend, and I'm sure she's going to listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, bitch, stop talking about me on your show. But she knows. She told me straight up. She's like, you have a, a very dismissive and a cut off spirit. Right? That's my religious friend. When I need to pray, mm-hmm. I'm calling her. And um, she told me straight up that's what it was. And at the time, I and still to this day, I don't give a fuck. I'll have a cut off spirit. I'll have a dismissive spirit. If that's going to protect who I am and my well-being that's fine dismiss yourself dismiss this man i can't do it it's just gotta go <laughs> i mean and then, what do we do it <laughs> okay but then i know because you're like like both of us are very active on social media for the most part mm-hmm. when i see stuff in the instance of um just in general like us cutting people off and stuff and trying to make us feel bad for cutting people off like y'all shouldn't cut people off so quick Hmm. Why? 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 You, you are. I. I know you're a faithful listener, so you already heard my two strike rule. Mm-hmm. Um. One time is like a friendly reminder of we're not doing this. 
But then the next time that we have to have this conversation, we're not doing this anymore. And then you know so what like, else? <laughs> you know what else too? Let me just touch on that real quick. Ooh, child, you real quick. The other thing um, on my old podcast on Two Girls One Mic, mm-hmm. we talked about being an open book. I think it was our very first episode. Actually, it was called being an open book and giving information to people that you're dating openly without them asking. This whole conversation about cutting people off is the reason that I don't. If you don't ask me something, I ain't telling you about shit. Like you better ask specifically what you wanna know because if you don't phrase it right, I'm gonna answer the question you ask. But I do that because if I tell a man, I don't like when people do this, that, the other, you take your shoes off before you take your pants off type shit. Like if I'm telling you this, Mm-hmm. And then you do the same thing I told you I don't like. And then I have to come back and be like, hey, remember we had this conversation? And I told you I didn't like this, that, and the other? Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like you're purposely disrespecting me. So I don't say anything until those moments happen. Hey, babe, actually, this day, you did this. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way I want to talk about it because I don't want to have this conversation again. Like, I want to just move past it. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I got to talk to you about that again, I'm good on you. I'm good. Like you cool, bro? Because you were not listening. You were not <laughs> listening, or you were listening and you don't give a fuck. Mmm. Oh. Or don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. I that's, just just gotta be what it I, is. I think that's why you and I vibe the way we do because it's. Like, I could be doing a million other things right now, but what I'm not gonna do is continue to put up with this shit. Okay. <laughs> I could be I could be recording right now, but we're having multiple conversations. Yeah, so two conversations. Remember that I one time it. we said, remember we said this, that, and the third, and X, Y, and Z? Yeah, so it came up again, so we cool. We good. We good. We're we not on the same, we're not even in the same book, clearly. Okay. We need to go I mean, ahead and out. Just go ahead and delete my number. I delete yours. Well, yours was never saved. It'll delete in 30 days. Oh, bars. Bars. So, Marco Adept Prince. Yes. If yes. you could give one piece of advice to your 18 year old self. Ooh. I saw this say? question today too, <laughs> and I, oh, I did not think about it. What um, did you honestly, tell eighteen-year-old Marco. What was I doing when I was eighteen? Oh, I was in. No, it was summer. Oh, that the world is yours. So, fun fact. So, um, when I turned eighteen, I already did my first year of college. Oh. And I realized that college was not for me. Um, so like Beyonce said, hey Beyonce, or somebody from Parkwood, um, life was her teacher. Yes. And like I lived in many different states and cities and had many different jobs, like from fast food to fucking corporate. Mm-hmm. So like I'm the shit. So, like, I would just tell, like, my 18-year-old self, like, you can create your own plan and stick with it. Like, you don't have to go with America's plan because who made this plan? Like, who said, who said that you have to go to college for 
18 years to be successful. And I'm not sure on anybody that has gone to college that many years. I'm just saying that there's other ways to be successful. I mean, man, you got people out here um, fixing cars for a living that's making guap. Okay. Like, trade schools. I mean, I. you better get it how you live it. Rihanna said it. You see, she ain't giving us no music, and she working on her Fenty and her skin line. You've got to have multiple streams of income. So if we okay, yeah, we never get a new album unless it's a sad moment. It's not coming. She just wants us to buy underwear and shit. She just came out with a men's line. And I'm gonna buy that shit. I I'm definitely on the subscription. (laughs) Like, send me my Fenty boxers every month, like I ask. I got That's the, the closest makeup, I'm getting. I got the skincare line. I got the draws. She, I'm about a man draws for myself because, like, the fuck. Actually, you know they are unisex on her website. Yeah, because she know women like to wear y'all. We like to wear our nigga Rihanna is in her bag, and mm-hmm. she does not give a fuck about no album, no tour, no nothing. Because when she drops this album, she, then she's gonna have to focus everything towards music, and she don't want to do that. She don't. She told us. She told us that already. And I'm, look, I'm okay. I'm okay with anti for the next couple of years. I'm probably gonna go on a drive tonight and go smoke the anti. That's what I would do. I'm not driving no gas expensive, but still, I'm gonna You know, you know, I guess it's, it's, <laughs> but I can't walk either. You walk, you have a mask on. See? <laughs> this whole fucking, look at us, this whole fucking pandemic. No, I wish I had a balcony, but. That's know, one of them later. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. You got to let my listeners know how they can catch up with you and how they can listen out to hear me out. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Mr. Hear Me Out himself, Marco the Prince. And you can find me on all the socials at This Is Hear Me Out. This Is Hear Me Out, excuse me. And that is Instagram and Twitter. Um, and make sure you catch my show every Tuesday on all streaming services. Wherever you catch your favorite artist at, you can catch your favorite podcaster at. So hear me out. Cool. All right, y'all. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Woo, child. It ain't nothing like a good online boutique. And I'm going to give y'all a little secret. One of the best ones out there is a Leo Rose boutique. Look, go to leoroseboutique.com, child. I'm going to tell you why. She got everything. She got shades, earrings, lip gloss, t-shirt, dresses, biker shorts. Baby, she got it all. Look, I'm the shade queen, honey. And sometimes I gotta switch out these prescription glasses and put on my shades so I can catch all the shade that might be thrown at me. And then I also make sure I wear my rose hip oil from Aaliyah Rose Boutique. Has my lips feeling smooth, soft, and kissable, okay? Look, go ahead and check out this boutique. Baby, I promise you won't be disappointed. Make sure you tell them, Cubana sent you. Long, busy, tiring birthday. There's nothing more important to me than taking a long, hot bath. Accompanied with my Green Garden Source vegan, handmade, natural skincare and energy care product. One of my favorites, actually, to have in my bath with my bubbles is my pink coconut bath bomb by Green Garden Source. I just love how it makes my bathroom smell and feel like an island oasis. It makes me really feel like I'm on vacation, 
I love it. But then when I get out, there is nothing like lathering up with this bomb pineapple shea butter. You want to feel like you're in an island oasis? Go ahead and check out Green Garden Source on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also get their products at Etsy.com. Just search Green Garden Source. Make sure you tell them Cubana sent you. What's up, y'all? And you know what time it is? It's time for the What's in the Cubana Kiss Mug. Okay. Remember, you can get this mug by clicking on the link in the description box. Just click on that link and you can go straight to get your Cubana Kiss merch. You can get this mug. You can get a big mug. You can get a shirt. You can get a t-shirt. You can get a hoodie. Okay. You can get it all. But we gonna go ahead and move forward and figure out what Cubana sipping on. <laughs> so... I am sipping on today the Stella Rosa Black. It's a sweet red wine um, with a little bit of tart taste to it. Not too sweet like the other Stella Rosas. Um, the other flavors are a little too sweet for me. With the black, I can hang with, okay? So that is what is in Cubana Kisses mug. Make sure you click that link and purchase your sound, okay? Cool. Oh, welcome back. And shout out to Marco the Prince for coming through the podcast. Always a good time with him. Make sure y'all check out his podcast. Hear me out. You can find it on all podcast um, streaming sites. Anything, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find Marco the Prince. Alright? So, y'all already know what time it is. Ah, it's time for Hot Topics. I was going to spit some, but <laughs> I ain't got to get me today. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and talk about what everybody been talking about. And it's this Offset and Cardi situation. Now, remember back when... Um, Offset cheated on Cardi like the second time. She had something he cheated again. She was going to leave him. So recently it was found out that Offset did cheat again. So she filed for divorce. So Cardi had posted a picture that says single and it's my birthday or something looking bad as hell. Right before she celebrated her birthday. Now, the gag is, you know, Cardi always do a real big for her birthday. She loves birthdays. It's very obvious. So, she plans her birthday and Offset comes and they turn it up in Sin City, Vegas, one of my favorite places to visit. And so, they went to Vegas, it was her 28th birthday, and um, she had already expressed that the divorce uh, to be amicable, she had already expressed that the divorce was going to be amicable. Um, and it looks like a friendly nature has rekindled the romance between these two, according to the source, okay? So, Offset dedicated a billboard to, um, Barty prior to the birthday festivities, okay? And it just read, happy birthday, mommy, love culture, which you all know, our kids are our soft spots, okay? So, um, then, so she, so she went to Twitter and she was like, you know, thank you, sir. I love it. That's how she was like, okay, cool. I love it. Okay, cool. Bet. We cool, right? Then, that was only the beginning, okay? So, after the birthday party and the celebration of the WAP, rapper was surprised with a new Rolls Royce with a custom interior, okay? The car came equipped with the baby seat for um culture. Um, and they sealed it with the kids before Cardi hopped in her new whip. Um, the, so yeah, it was just like, everybody came out. It was like, take Offset back. Take Offset back. So, this is all I got to say about this shit right here. 
Cardi don't drive. Offset, you you know this because you do all the driving, and then when you're not driving with her, she has a driver. Cardi don't drive. What she doing with this rose? That's just so dumb to me. Listen, I get it that Cardi's love language must be gift giving because the last time he cheated, he proposed. So he does these really big gestures to to bring her back in, but I'm just kind of cool on that. So if she decides to take him back, then you know more power to y'all and good luck. I don't tell people what to do with their husbands and their wives because I ain't married. So, because I ain't married, I don't have no say so. I just know what I am, what I am and what I'm not gonna do. And I just can't deal with the cheating. That's something I don't think I can deal with. But you know, whatever. It just is what it is, okay? In other news, child, Rick Ross was apparently caught wearing some fake Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand why he would have to wear fake Louis. But that's what they saying. They saying that he was wearing fake Louis. Um, they saying that the plug messed up big time. They saying that whoever his plug was, he was um, flexing his designer outfit on social media and was instantly called out by pocket watchers claiming that he was sporting a head-to-toe fake Louis outfit. And apparently, like, the face was real easy for them to, like, figure out. So, I don't know what's going on. Um, so listen, this is not the first time Rick Ross has been caught wearing something fake. Um, he was caught by fake watch buster on more than one occasion. And then he was allegedly rocking a bunch of replica Louis Vuittons this weekend, according to his fans. So listen, I don't know what's going on. Like Rick, you ain't got no money or something like what? And then, do we really care that he rock fake stuff? I mean, some of y'all who called out his fake shit wear fake shit. Who calling y'all out? <clears throat> I'm just saying. Okay. So, in G Herbo news, y'all know I like me some G Herbo. Yeah, my name G Herbo. I like nasty girls. So, <laughs> anyway, I fooled with G Herbo a little bit or whatever. So, he recently celebrated his birthday. And I don't know if y'all remember last year um, from this clip that. He, uh, Tiana had bought him a necklace with his grandmother's picture on it or a chain or whatever the fuck I want to call it. Had his grandmother's picture on it who had recently passed away. Kind of brought the rapper to tears. Um, and this year for his birthday, she purchased him a Jeep. And the Jeep was 100K track hawk for G.R.O.'s birthday. Uh, but people are dragging her for it, for it saying it wasn't luxurious enough. I am so hell-bent on these fans telling these rich people how to spend their money. Like, can you buy a 100K Jeep for your man? Because I know the fuck I can't. So can you? If you can, then kudos. If you can't, shut the fuck up. Like, she got him a Jeep. Maybe that's what he wanted. Like, y'all don't know. Hush. Ugh. Tidy y'all. So... Chris Brown apparently is dating a new girl who just so happens to be also Diddy's ex. Now, Chris Brown was with Amika Harris, who just had his baby last year. And we all thought they was kind of going to be together long term. But Chris Brown is turning out to be like right up there with Drake in that Playboy atmosphere, you know. So, people saw him holding hands with a chick that they thought was Amika. 
they're saying that this girl looks just like Amika. And according to multiple gossip outlets, um, they thought that him and Amika was um, reconciling their relationship um, after they were after they thought after people thought that they were spotted holding hands. It turns out that was not Amika. Okay, that was um, Gina V, who was a fitness model based out of LA, who also used to reportedly date Diddy. Now I don't see the resemblance, but I can see the resemblance, I guess. So they were on a video with Young Thug, um, and they was on a video set with Young Thug, and this is where the couple were caught, kind of like showing some PDA or whatever. So this should be interesting. Um, I can't wait to figure out what's going on with that. So y'all remember um, a couple weeks ago, I had talked about Kanye West, and he was saying that like all of the artists should have the rights to their masters and he was gonna give um, all the artists that were signed to his label the his portion of the masters. So Big Sean says that his first advance for Kanye West was 15K, which is not a lot of money um, when you really think about the grand scheme of things. Um, he said he only got $15,000 cash advance um, when, he was, when he signed to Kanye West, which he revealed in a conversation with Fat Joe. Um, he said initially he signed to Kanye West single music. He was not a proven artist. So he just didn't have a single that was popping. And there really wasn't much to basic success in the rap game off of. So it's not surprising that he had only received 15K. And so you gotta, and he worked his way up. So his first advance was only 15K. He revealed this. Um, and so I think that's kind of dope that he's speaking about this slave deal is like most artists like to call him. Um, but like I said recently, Kanye has promised to give back his 50% share to Big Sean and other good music signees. So this should be, I can't wait to see the rest of this unfold. And I'm, I'm glad to see Big Sean speaking more and like being out there more. Okay, I do want to take it back a little bit and uh, send my condolences to Kurt Cobain um, and and his and the mother of his child. Uh, we haven't heard a lot from him, and 2020 has been rough. But the rapper has reportedly suffered a tremendous loss. Um, the details are not fair as far as like what happened. But on Thursday, October 8th, the rapper revealed that he had recently lost his son. And he shared a picture um, of himself enjoying a happier time with his baby. And, um, and then he, he penned this caption about his son's passing. Fly high, big man. We love you so much. Um, we have so much planned that we won't be able to do now. But we know you're in a better place and in no more pain. Watch over your mom. She needs your strength more than ever right now, Papa Man. I know you don't hurt no more. And I try to I try to make myself think of that to find a little bit of light in this. God got you, Papa. I love you. So I definitely send my prayers and my condolences and you know positive vibes that way. Um, I cannot only I can only empathize with how you're feeling um losing a child. So I definitely send my thoughts and prayers to you guys. So speaking of 
um, whose name people recently T-Pies name drops Nelly um, and Drake claims the whole industry turned on us after Left Eye's death. Um, so this is interesting. You know, TLC is definitely like the most legendary pop group of like of our time, of my generation. Like, you know, I I don't think there's a time when in a when people don't talk about TLC and the and the records that they sold and broke and you know the just the learning through them. People learned a lot from the mistakes that TLC made. Um, but according to T-Bob, after the death of Lisa Lefta Lopez, the industry turned their backs on the multiple platinum acts, okay? So in a recent interview with Hollywood Unlocked, T-Bob didn't mind mentioning the names as she expressed how the industry and the office um, of LaFace Records started to give her and Chili the cold shoulder. She said, everybody, L.A. Reid, I'll call them all out. I don't care. L.A., everybody. All of the big executives, we put we put LaFace on the map. Made them all kinds of millions, um, according to Baller Alert TV. Um, it was, it, she went on to say, they was like, it's over for them. They're never going to do it again. And I kept saying, nah, bruh, that still doesn't hinder my talent and my passion to sing and dance. It's in my soul, she added. I was just like, you have to just find that one person to say yes and find your new normal. We all know it's never going to be the same again, but you find your new normal and you keep going. And that is what Lisa would want us to do. I have, and I have kids to feed. So why would I stop? It's TLC forever, whether she's physically here or not. Um, so it was just, she just kept going on. Um, she went on to, to talk about more about the VH1 Super Bowl bliss, saying that this was the concert that showed how the industry viewed them. She said that concert was the most stressful, headache, hectic concert, but ended up being the greatest. However, she revealed that both Nelly and Drake pulled out of the show at the last minute. Um, so this is interesting. I know we haven't heard from TLC and we haven't heard from t -Boss. Um, in a while, we see Chili every once in a while on different reality shows. So to hear that that happened is just like, what the fuck? So I definitely, you know, I would have loved to get more, to get more TLC um, records, but would it have been the same without without uh, Left Eye? I don't know. I don't know if we would have been able to keep moving without Left Eye. I'm just gonna be 100 with you. Also in recent news, there is a street that's going to be named after Trayvon Martin, um, the young man who lost his life um, carrying a bag of Skittles and having on a hoodie and being mistaken for a thug by um, a name who I refuse to mention, but he was killed and taken from this earth way, way too soon. Uh, he was 17 years old, um, did not get a chance to live his life, but a street in Miami-Dade County will bear his name it's a 0.3 mile stretch of a road um, in front of Martin's former high school will soon be named Trayvon Martin Avenue. Uh, so this is according to CNN and the resolution was approved by Miami-Dade County. Um, so this will definitely be coming soon. And so in the light of everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter and the stuff that we constantly have to deal with, this is really nice to hear. And in basketball news, the LA Lakers are now the champions. After 10 years, 
of a championship. They finally have another one. Um, people are calling LeBron James the king again. Uh, I don't think I ever stopped calling him that. I'm just not the biggest LeBron fan, but congratulations. You have four rings after 10 finals. Great job. Um, that's all I got to say about that. And like I promised, I told you guys I was going to go ahead and listen to um, Bryson Tiller's album. I did. I loved it. I love Out of Time with him and Drake. Definitely my go-to right now in my zone. That's my vibe. So check it out. You feel me? In Trump news, fam apparently thinks that he um, is immune from from COVID-19. Like in order to have an immunity to it, nigga, you couldn't have caught it. But <laughs> I digress. That's y'all president. Um, he has apparently been cleared to be around people in public. I just don't, I don't buy it. I don't understand how the hell he, um, how the hell he was cured in 10 days with this, you know, mix of cocktail drugs that they gave him. So remember I said that on the last episode that this was gonna happen, that he was gonna be cured faster than anybody else and everybody needs to take this vaccine. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got. So. Thank y'all for tuning in with another episode of the Woo Child Chronicles podcast with your girl Cubana Kiss. Make sure you check me out on everything at Cubana Kiss on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. I'm there and I'll be waiting for you. Until then, TYL. Bye.